Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Revelation Hour. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. It's such a pleasure to be here this morning. We thank the Lord that this is the day he's made for us, and we can truly rejoice and be glad in this day. So we thank you so much, Father. We'll continue to just pray and open up in prayer before we continue with the rest of the show, what Jean-Marc has in hand for us today. Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you so much for this is the day that you have made and we can truly rejoice and be glad in this day. We thank you, Father, for health. We thank you for strength. We thank you more than anything else that you are with us, that you are continually leading and guiding us, revealing yourself to us. We thank you so much, Father, for your insight, for your revelation, for what you're going to speak into our hearts today. Father, we pray that it will fall on good ground and that it will bear fruit and that we, you, will, you will actually use us to accomplish the things that you've spoken to us about in the secret place. These things, Father, we will now walk and we will do those things obediently according to your will so that your kingdom can come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, Father, we thank you for everyone who is listening this morning. We thank you for those who will listen afterwards as well. And we just pray, Father, that you will actually speak into each and every single one of our hearts something new. And you, this word that, that is going to be shared this morning, what's going to be shared on the topic this morning, we just pray, Father, that whatever purpose you want us individually to hear this this topic for for this season father that you will reveal it to us so that we can actually be able to do that what you've called for us to do in our sphere of influence so we thank you so much father we commit this time into your hands continue to give us wisdom continue to give us revelation and continue to give us understanding as we speak this morning speak through us we pray this in jesus name amen Amen, 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 amen. Well, good morning, everyone. How are you doing, babe? You all right? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. good. I'm very good, good. good indeed. Um, there's a lot Lord. to talk about today. Mm. Um, really want to bring the Lord here uh, in our midst. And I really thank you for this. Has been your week, as everyone's week has been, actually. Let's start with that. With everyone. Well, with us first. <laughs> and then we ever want to put out a message on on a chat thumbs up or thumbs something, up or like, something that. like that as well just, you know yeah or something to encourage or something to edify something yeah it'd be nice actually yeah, yeah, yeah to do that so, so i think so yeah so as how was your week then it's been busy but i thank the lord for for that um i really thank him for the things that he's doing at the moment and um and the things that he will do in the future as well so i just just continue to give god thanks you know um as we said, you know, we have health, we have strength, mm. we have each other. You know, we were speaking this week about, you know, different things have been laid on people's hearts in terms of loneliness, people being lonely and mm. and not having people around per se. So, um, yeah, we we thank God that we have, we have him, you know, we really do. It's just like someone was saying, I don't know in this time what I would do without the Lord. Mm. Um, so we truly give thanks that we have him and the thing that's been coming to me is that he's always with us wherever we go mm. you know wherever we go whatever we're doing you know um, he's been reminding me you know really nicely that he's always with us mm. um so yeah we give god thanks we give god thanks that's good it's good and uh, i think also um just to for all our listeners here uh you can if you want to uh 
um, listen to us via your our Facebook page, uh, which revelation our Facebook page. We still kind of working on the technicality of things, but we are slowly getting there now, and uh, eventually we will switch all of uh, show to Facebook and YouTube uh, directly. But uh, you know, for those who like Zoom, still feel free to use it. Um, what I want to also say that we created a group. Uh, if you want to send videos or even stuff that you want to talk about that you don't really feel to talk about on the WhatsApp, then you can join our group as well. It's a private group, so everything which is inside the group stay inside the group, basically. It's Facebook. So, uh, yeah. Facebook, yeah. So it's also a Revelation Hour uh, group Facebook, so you can join that if you want to. Uh, we've got an email address as well, as usual, info at revelationhour.co dot uk if you also want to send us messages or even if you need prayer i mean somebody sent a message this morning and as a matter of fact i want us to raise uh, our hand and Jamal. pray for jamal yeah. um you know what id sent this morning to us so lord we come before you this morning your word clearly said i went to our free i gathered together in your name you are in the midst and mm -hmm. lord you would also said father Lord, at your divine healing hand upon this young, uh, young boy Jamal, we bring mm. him before you, Father. We pray, Lord, for your angel to surround him. Yes, we Lord. pray, Father, for complete restoration, mm. Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will touch him, Father. Every part, every bones, every uh, part of his body, Father, will mm. be restored, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We also pray for the family, for the parents, Father, that you strengthen mm. them in this season, in this time. We pray so, for the spirit of comfort, Father, to yes. fall upon them and let your spirit of peace continue to be upon them. Mm. Lord, we thank you for your divine healing and your divine power mm. and your divine restoration thank you, in Father. the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, if you need prayer, feel free to send that to us as well and we would like to pray uh, with you um, you know, not necessarily only on a Saturday, but also during the week as well. So we really want to, I believe in this really this community within, you know, building this community within. And it's not only about the things that we bring; it's also us, you know, strengthening each other. You know, like the early church. That's what they were doing. They were strengthening each other mm. in those times. You know, so we want to continue to do that as well. Um, we spoke about last week about the cashless society and we looked into the way the world has really changed and especially the uh, COVID kind of accelerated uh, the plan and the purpose of basically of of the enemy in terms of the cashless. We didn't really delve too much in detail because I think there's still a lot of information that's coming through in terms of new way of payment and so on as well. But I, I think as we are discussing last week, the Lord has really pressed on our heart to begin to touch on privacy and data um, something that's been happening over the last few years with the introduction on the G, um, G, GDPD as well which is actually data protection and so on but there's a lot of things that's been taking place over the last few months since basically I would say March April up to now there's a lot of new technology that have emerged um, especially in terms of controlling, well, the idea is to control the virus, but truly this kind of intrusion in, in people's privacy in, in shape or form. And sometimes we're not even aware of what's been taking place, laws that's been passed on. Um, we spoke briefly about vaccines and, and the different things that they passed on as well. And we want to touch on this this week and really kind of begin to engage uh, with some kind of discussion. Um, if we can so if I ask you a question we know this is sign of the time we you know well aware of this I mean it's been quite talked in the most of the churches not really talked about in by the end times and and how we need to be aware of what's going on and understand the sign that that we're in we also know that we always want to see the world from God's perspective which is very important for us because this is how we can only function in this world when everything's changing now it's very important that we keep our eyes on jesus that we keep on eye on, on the lord in order for us to know exactly how he want us to maneuver this new season that that we're entering and obviously what we're seeing now is this pyramid that we begin to explore and and as we go through the weeks and months uh into revelation our show we would continue to 
engage with more of this pyramid and understand the power you know first john 4 4 say that we are of god and he called mm. us little children mm. and he say that that we are overcome the world because the one who is inside of us which is jesus is greater than the one who is in the world mm. and when you look at this pyramid, i mean you may have to think that is a bit scary but you know what the word of god said you don't need to be scared by it because indeed the one who's inside of us is much greater than all the schism the plan the assignment that the enemy has put in place so as we look into the privacy and we, we've done a few research um you know and i've really discovered quite a new things that i wasn't even aware of <laughs> you mentioned something about the tracing can you talk to us a little bit about this this tracing what is it the thing is um they've they've released a new new act, um act, well it's a new law in one of the states the states of of california in america it came out a couple of weeks ago or last week or the week before mm. um dr butter um a lot of people have actually seen him in the truth about vaccines um docuseries and also he's been releasing quite a few things on the internet um but what he was saying was there's a tracing act that has been released that has been put through it's been a bill that has been pushed through in the state of california Mm -hmm. where he around where he lives and what it is is that that it's it's what they're doing is now they're saying that they can actually put they can trace people so it's it's i forgot what it stands for now um but what they could every letter means something it's an acronym and they can actually now have the authority to be able to trace you um, through um, a, a way of, of being, I think John Mark's going to speak a little bit about this later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's almost like this infrared kind of drone. Um, that, you know, you can actually test your body heat and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way, There's what they're doing is they're using a way of testing people so that they can then see whether they have any symptoms of covid and if they do they're able to actually then put particular things into place mm-hmm. and 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 kind of you know go ahead and remove people and you know all the rest of it like they were speaking about in the act that was um they were saying the law that had been passed here which was based on the the bill that was um, to do with um, to do with our, the Health Act in 1984, which they, they began to change here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's very similar stuff. Um, but what they're saying now is that, you know, some people are saying, oh yeah, this has been passed, but there it, it's actually been put into place. And what um, startled me <laughs> was I woke up on, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday morning, and I, I actually, um, I, I've, I, I have this information from, from where they do different courses um so th- these courses you can do them online but they're from all the different universities around the world so you could possibly do a course um, a short course from the imperial college you know I, I do courses like this to be able to 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 do things like to to keep up with stuff and to and to kind of know what's going on out there and um and with this it was saying there was a free course which is a free short course which is available for you to to actually train on tracing <laughs> i was like eh? um i said to jean-marc babe there's a there's a course on this tracing thing there's actually a course they're training people um to be able to know what to do and what it said was that they're training people um on tracing um on what it is and also how to go about doing it and to implement it into the particular systems um, and infrastructure that they would be working on. And and the thing is, this this law was passed like two weeks ago. Then this week I'm seeing, and this is like from one of the um, medical universities in America that has, has passed, a, you know, I used to follow, I followed them and before I kind of understood who they were linked to. Um, because they would they do a lot of teaching on health lots and lots of it their main thing um, and most of the really re- renowned um, surgeons doctors um, who have, have done major things you know um, I've got the guy who separated the twins the, the black guy I forgot this guy yeah, um, actually, but, yeah you know doctors but he's a, he's a surgeon actually 
and um, he he did like a tenure there so he actually went there so people who they've they're on the cutting edge of science and and they've they've done amazing things mm. um in this in this um university hospital but they're the ones who are actually um they're in line with with teaching their training people um and it's and lately i'm seeing their name the name of that place come up a lot more but it's more um, in line with um, vaccines and, and they're releasing information and papers, contradictory information at times um, to what others are releasing. Um, but now I'm kind of seeing who they're actually in bed with, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't know before. But now, so they're one of the, the first people who are actually doing this training on it. So it's quite interesting that it's that the the bill was passed was it two weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago, mm. yeah, a few weeks ago. I think it was a week before last. I'll see whether I can find the inf- the video and send it, mm-hmm. um, because it was it was like breaking news, you know, massive breaking news. And then they're now training people on it. So obviously, for me, if you've got a course, if you if anyone knows about teachers, like um, my sister in law is a teacher, and she has to be able to. She teaches co- um, college children here. But for her to write a course and to get get everything ready and to, to have that everything ready for that syllabus to cover it, it takes her months to do that. It takes her a long time. Um, so in order for something like this to be, you know, it could prob- possibly take them weeks to do it as well. But they, they probably had prior notice to two weeks in order for them to be able to put a whole course together on it. Um, so it's almost like saying it's premeditated i i i would i would it possibly say because you that's, can't really that's very interesting you, you can't really have um you can't have something ready so quickly it doesn't make Absolutely. any sense um you've got a course ready for something for a bill that was just passed two weeks ago mm-hmm. so it's just kind of putting it all together the pieces of the puzzle together but we'll send you um the if, if i'm sure people have heard of the trace act already or, or the trace bill um and they've probably you've probably seen um, Dr. Buttar speaking about it, but it's something. And what he said at the end of his presentation, because I just thought there's so much going on at the moment. But what he said at the end of it, or during his presentation was, look, you know, this is this is the states, guys. But let me tell you something: it's going to be coming to a, you know, you, you're in the rest of you in Europe, wherever it's going to be coming to um, a place near you if it's been passed this quickly. And and you know, at first I was like, hmm. Yeah, okay, you know, this is America, you know, but things have been moving quickly. But then when I saw that, I was like, these guys really mean business for them to be training people and that they're like putting it out there to like the university types of people, college types of people, you can train in this. So because they're seeing it, it's it's a massive business, huge, um, because it's something that they're seeing that it's not going to go away just like some of the things that we'll, we'll talk about later. There's a lot of new um, new technologies, but there's a lot of kind of new jobs being created Absolutely. Um, from this. So, yeah, it's interesting. That is very, very interesting what you just uh, mentioned, babe. Um, really, this kind of new world that we're pretty much living now where um, they're using technology in, in, in a way of, of control, but... What it is interesting is is now while everybody's focusing on reducing the number of um, uh, infection rate from the COVID, the number of death uh, in a country, are trying to find a way to restart the economy and most of the country as well. Mm. What you've seen on the byline on the side is now the introduction, as you said, of new technology but yeah. also new courses where actually they need people to be to, able yeah, to, to train to it. train people to mm. be able to use technology one of the things that are we we're looking into at the moment and uh we're going to be talking a bit later on is really this intrusive way to now allow technology to detect control trace find out who is sick is not sick and it's not only about the covid now they're extending it to other areas so they're not created. They tell you they created this technology because they want to be able to detect the, the the disease, you know, or the COVID. But now they're looking pretty much in that sense to use that technology everywhere they can in a way of trace. Something that I find and that I wanted to uh, 
really talked about as well briefly is the um surveillance the, did you realize that they're now beginning um, obviously they've done it before but another increase the surveillance in schools now i remember probably 10 years ago when our daughter was going to nursery you got this kind of cam life mm. that you could check what the nursery, yeah. nursery cam that you could do but now they literally have this kind of surveillance put into school you know when they can begin to trace you know find out about the student but not only find out about who they are find out about the the medical history find out about the belief system and that's been begin to be implemented and it's beginning to be implemented in a state we know how china is you know china are all this technology already there because it's, it's pretty much gathered the states where everything is pretty much controlled in that sense but what's taking place now is what's going in china and us moving on to every part of the world you know what because of this fear that's been instilled in relation to the covid19 so this 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 article now that we were reading they leak literally now in physical spaces school nationality introducing microphones uh equipped with algorithm that can now um can now just check whether somebody has a cough or you know or high voice aggression as well so it is almost like you know sometimes i almost feel like we almost entering one of those movies that i used to watch when they were controlling everything you know when i was going enemy of the state back in the days that was just nothing compared to what's taking place now because now if you have a bit of a cough and the camera can just find out who you are and blah 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 they can just literally quarantine you for 14 days and you mentioned about this kind of quarantine if when it can take your possession and, and so on can you, you want to talk to us about this as well yeah but that's what we were mentioning about the, mm -hmm. the laws that are being passed now and uh that's what they're looking to do is to this is what they were saying that you know from this law that was passed here and i think most people have actually um seen um several people speak about he, uh, speak about that is that they would be able to even if you're walking on the street so it's just like if they were deporting someone now mm -hmm. you know they if they what they used to do is go around with the vans they would you know have information they would just literally pick people up and then they would take them to a detention center they would hold them there um they would take all their possessions they would have them change have them change um and you know they would hold them for as long as they want to hold them for until they feel deem it is is correct to actually um release them or they wouldn't release them um and the thing is with the laws that are being put in place now the powers that are put into place Absolutely. is that they will be able to do just that and the technologies that they're introducing um because before we're thinking yeah but how would they know whether you have covid <laughs> um 19 um but with these i mean for what we're going to see it's it's not this is um quite an interesting thing that they're doing um being able to to measure your body temperature from a distance um, to be able to um, detect whether you have a cough um, to, to detect whether you are actually coughing at that time um, to detect you know particular things about your your bloods um, from a distance um, so that they can take these readings and then begin to apprehend people because we were thinking how are the police actually ever going to do this there's no way they could be able to to find out to how are they going to know who has it and who doesn't well um as you can see as i said you know premeditated is the word that i'm using because you know th these technologies and i said like anything else they don't just happen overnight you know th people work on these things for years as you know um so they're <laughs> that they've had companies who who have been working on these things for such a long time and and i will you know it's 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 you look and you just think mm. but the laws that they're passing are what what is really it's 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 shocking you know for me it's not scary it's actually shocking um because 
you know that that you know the bible talks about you know that the heart of a man is wicked you know there's only wickedness in there you know by his grace you know that you know he continue, he speaks into our hearts and begins to transform us but naturally we are wicked we're, we we have wickedness in our hearts we will want to do the worst things rather than the best things and this is what god is really showing us with this situation is that you know the heart of man if they don't know him if we don't know him believe me this is how it is you know they and you look and you just think to apprehend someone on the street um take them to a detention center if you feel that they have a temperature or they are um of harm to other human beings um and that's the kind of laws that they're putting into place you you know you'd be harmful to other human beings and so we can actually just take you and detain you um for as long as they really want, to be honest, and without inf- informing your family well, members, you, you, you think well, you, you know. You, you think about it. There's been a progression into the law. They first beginning introducing the terrorism act, which yeah. allow you to detain people, um, you know, without concrete proof of whether they're terrorists or not. Mm. And what it did, they it allow the system to basically begin to implement what i would call um basically surveillance state that's what i call mm. it surveillance state where now because of the COVID, the government have now the power because of this emergency state laws is putting in place mm. most of the countries now they have now the power to implement those new technology they are now the power to implement um, new ways to trace people to in brackets say to prevent others uh, to be infected. Uh, infected by the disease this company that we see now called dragonfly and we going to play a video of basically how the system works is is basically um drone that has been now created uh, established to be able to as master mentioned it to be able to detect where the epidemic or where the disease is from on each individual but why don't we try to uh watch uh this video university of southern australia who works closely with the australian department of defense has selected dragonfly to integrate and commercialize its breakthrough detection technology this technology can from a distance determine fever, which is much different than determining just temperature, cough detection, respiratory rate, heart rate, and blood pressure. So what this detection technology can do that's being exclusively integrated by Dragonfly is help establish a global early warning system for infectious and respiratory diseases. The Dragonfly team is responsible for integrating and commercializing this into camera networks, autonomous devices, and of course, drones. Dragonfly was selected for three primary reasons. First of all is history. Dragonfly is the oldest operating commercial drone manufacturer in the world. In fact, the University of Southern Australia bought their first research drone from Dragonfly in 1999. Second is capabilities. Dragonfly is known for commercializing firsts. We were the first quadcopter, the first six-blade helicopter, we were the first company that had a drone that saved a life, and the list goes on. Now we'll be the first to help establish an early warning detection system. Third is security. Dragonfly is a trusted North American manufacturer and systems developer. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. So yeah, so this is Dragonfly. This is basically this drone that's now going to be flying over our heads and to pretty much uh, detect um, body temperature, as he mentioned it, which I find it incredible. As you stand here, you know, you got this drone coming in over your head and will begin just to check your temperature, check whether you're coughing or something. And as soon as that you're detected to have symptom, maybe of a virus, and we're not only talking about the COVID-19, this is for any type of virus. And it's quite interesting that and I'm going to ask you this question, babe. Let's say, for example, it coming, you got, you know, that person's got 37, 8 temperature. Would they have to push those people to have a vaccine for it? 
because it might yes. be a way from them to be able to say you've got you've got 38 temperatures let's say 39.6 or 40.1 or whatever you know you need to take the vaccine well the thing is you know who knows what they will do in that sense because as they as i said the laws that they are passing um and that they're they're pushing through in different places are we we don't know we don't we don't know um the, the idea that the whole idea i mean the thing is around this is that everyone believes that the vaccine is the answer so therefore if governments are putting this technology into place then what normally would go with the technology is the vaccine um because they would want to ensure public health safety you know so they have to continue to make sure public that the public health is is not endangered and from a perspective where people are fearful and people want an answer and they want to be able to for, for life to go on as normal and as usual then for them it's just yeah well we've got this technology we're going to introduce it um, because it's going to help us to be able to not be fearful anymore and it's going to it's just like with CCTV okay when CCTV was introduced what was the reason that we were given that CCTV was going to be introduced on every corner everywhere around the world <laughs> you know the reason was it's for your safety the increasing crime is, is is occurring so we want to be able to for we don't have as many policemen on the street police women on the street so we would actually like to be able to have we're going to be using cctv and it will help us to be able to apprehend um, people who are who are basically are causing harm to public the public and again it's to do with public safety um so that was so we embraced cctv it's great it's a great idea which, which is quite interesting the word that you mentioned embrace mm. and and mm. that's really what it is but you found out that a lot of those technology that have been put in place they have been put in place because people embrace it but they embrace it because of fear yeah and that is yeah. really the thing that has yeah. been um really driving uh mm. over the last um centuries or whatever you call it mm. fear has been yeah. the measure measure factor mm. in changing mm. uh um i would say people's behavior you cannot change people's behavior in this world unless you bring fear mm. and you can bring fear through economic collapse you can bring fear through um calamities natural catastrophe you can bring fear because now we know that they control the weather we've done a topic two years ago on mm. how they were able to control the weather uh, the Seoul olympics for example that was taking mm. place years ago they were con the weather was climate controlling control. the, the climate control they were co literally controlling the rain that will pour down uh the sun that will come in just to be able to make sure that the weather was perfect for the olympics but this is another topic that we will touch another time but what i'm trying to say here is this fear so now we have this this pandemic that's you know call everyone in mm. the world as well and because of that they're not able to bring that technology very easily people pretty much you find it maybe before when people when amazon was thinking about you know flying packages through drone to people's houses you know if you would do a survey not everybody would actually would accept it because it's, it still is a new thing mm. but because of fear now you find people be able not to i mean i go to the supermarket for example and the simple fact that somebody is going to get closer to that two meters, that line that is separated between people, people are fearful of it. That is a simple fact. So when you look at creating a complete, because this is what they're doing, creating a complete network of drone. And as I said, this drone will actually be able to um, detect your breathing rate, your heart rate, your body temperature. And if the person is sneezing or coughing, sign and I could point to the COVID-19 so basically they want to use this technology as a prevention if they can detect where the disease is that they can prevent it which you mean that they can allow people and people will do people will accept this technology simply in mm -hmm. fact because 
of the scars that's left to wood. Listen, this is real. We were praying this morning and talking about people that feel lonely, for example, or people that people are scared. Mm. Unfortunately, what this would we're living at the moment in a world where people are scared. They're scared for their job. They're scared to contract the disease. They're scared for their children. They don't want to bring their children back to school. It was not only um, yesterday or the day before that Liverpool said, Liverpool Town said, we're not bringing our children to school. Regardless of what the government said, uh, certain children can begin to go to school from the 1st of June. They said, we're not doing it. Parents don't want to send their children to school. Teachers don't want to go to school unless there is appropriate uh, safety, measures, safety in measures in place. So when we're talking about a technology, this is a perfect fall to bring all kind of technology you want to bring it and name in the name of the COVID. We said it last week when we were sp- talking about the cashless society that they use the COVID to be able to bring the cashless society to tell people not to use cash anymore, but to use your card and to use your PIN. And then there's obviously new technology that's been put in place that we haven't shown. But what I'm trying to say here is this. Privacy data now is at the forefront of all those new technology. I was having a discussion years ago. We were discussing, and as we're discussing, we realized that people talking about the digital age, you know, is the way forward. I said knowledge in this world is the way forward. And it's interesting that the Bible says here mm. the lack of knowledge destroy mm. my people Perish. yeah so for us truly what do we do because all this technology come across and and all this plan and, and so on and they have been given the go ahead there's another for example another um, technology startup called unicast and uh, this been launched in march this year and basically this Unicab is a new app called an Unicast, and it's, it's the, the Unicast is company. They launched this new app called, listen to this, Social Distancing Scoreboard. And basically what they do, as you mentioned at the beginning about tracking, they will track the GPS location of smartphone and grid geor- and, uh, and, and, and region, such as town, country, or even state, and how well residents in those areas are abiding by the government enforcing rule of social distancing now there's been many questions asked uh, in the past say when they implement the social distancing in the uk they say how are they going to be able to trace people if somebody want to go to the cornwall of his second home or see his family up north how are they going to stop people doing this perhaps mm-hmm. and that again that is technology so this new app, you know, pretty much what it does, it traces you. It's able to trace you where you're going. It's able to tell you whether Marcia is abiding by the social, the, uh, the social distancing rule that has been put in place in the country. Now, when we're beginning to get into this kind of situation where bit by bit, and this is what I said, privacy and data, this is the thing for now, is knowledge. But then, with can I ask a question? Of with like you can. With like an app like that, would you not actually have to buy into that app? Mm? Would you not have to buy into that app in order for you to be a part of it? Because you said it's a new app that they're, they're developing. Mm-hmm. So is it not something that you would have to buy? Well, when you go to the Apple store, most of the apps are free anyway. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, wouldn't mm. you need to purchase it and put it on your phone? It's not something that they can actually say you need to have it. No, because it's the government that will actually be able to access those apps. They're the one who will be controlling. So, so basically what you're saying is, because of fear, people would possibly buy they this don't app. Need, they or th- no, they possibly download this app, have it on their phone because they want to actually check. But then at the same time, they're tracking. Not necessarily. It doesn't work like that. This is know. what I'm asking. No. He says here, and, I, and I'm going to explain in more detail. Mm. Now, the way the apps work is very simple. It's created what he says in index, rank it from A to F for whether people are staying home or not. So they're using a GPS system. As I said, they're tracking phones. Oh, That's this, how is it works. Ch- oh this is what I was they're trying tracking to phones. find how it works. So they know 
the, the the way he works and this is what i think it is really really interesting when you listen to this most people had mobile phone mm. smartphone i would say mm. you know and because of that we know that smartphone can be traceable we know that yeah we but the thing is i think it's saying that i think well i remember about this point is that in the beginning when people weren't really staying at home this is what they were doing they were tracing how many people where people were and how many people were staying at home through their mobile absolutely. phones and they were sending messages directly to our mo- mobile phones saying please stay at home um which is quite interesting and i was like where's this come from you know but it was through um the government the government websites that they were coming through mm-hmm. so obviously if they have our details, they have our mobile phone numbers for whatever reasons you could be doing, you could have registered for like um, something like working tax credits or tax credits or child tax credits or whatever. And they've got your number. Mm-hmm. They've got your mobile number. They've got your details, haven't they? Um, for taxes, tax purposes, you know, you could do online taxes. You could do, like be um, putting your taxes p- through online absolutely so you've actually given your given consent for them to have your mobile details and what i found interesting was they were actually sending it from the government websites because you know you used to receiving things from hmrc or something yeah. from that but you were receiving this message from that um from from them um from the government saying please stay at home and you know and do all of these things and i was like wow so they were really utilizing the mobile phone information, the information that we'd given Absolutely. them to be able to actually send messages to us about but not it. Only fo- not only mobile phone, also social media and, mm. and so on. But I, I think the, the things that we need to understand is the fact that they're using it. They're using the COVID-19 as a way to be able to extract information and data from people to be able to trace it. So now it doesn't give you much leeway when you think about what you do what you don't do now fast forward this technology to the time when the antichrist come mm. and chasing you know people that oppose this system such as the christians and 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 people there will be also people non-christian that will oppose the system as well you know not only non-christian will oppose the system but also non-christian will oppose the system and you bring the dragonfly technology you know on the top of it you bring the unicast technology on the top of it and any other technology that's been in place as well so what you've got you've got a complete uh you got a complete surveillance system which mean that he can't really go you can't really do things and go anywhere unless the system know exactly what you're doing and and you know i've been having discussion with few people and as we're looking back 10 15 years ago 20 years ago people were looking in book of revelation chapter 13 you know especially in that portion of scripture when he speak of the antichrist you know people not be able to sell or buy anything unless they have the mark in that sense you know and 20 years ago people were saying well that's you know we're not sure people were talking about microchip and and, and so on and, and you know and microchip's still there anyway, so it's still used today, to be honest. Mm. But it is more than a microchip. Because a microchip is this, your allegiance to be able to literally buy and, and sell things or to trade. But the whole system, serving system that is in place, which is basically, as you as we look at it now, and, and I keep saying, what we're seeing now, it is a prototype of what's going to take place in the later days. That's what I'm saying, and I keep saying this. Mm. And it is not for us to be fearful of what's taking place. It is, I believe, and this is why I love our Lord so much, because He has given us revelation, He has given us understanding, mm. but He also has given us solution. He has given us plan. First of all, He's speaking speaking to us about telling us first of all who we are in Christ. You know, as I said, First John 4, 4 specifically says this, that number one, we are of God. We are little children, but we are of God. But not only we are of God, we have overcome the world by the testimony of Christ. Mm. Because the one who is in us, the one who keep testifying and the one who live inside of us because of us giving our life to Jesus, 
is much more greater than the one who is in the world. Mm. So as I said at the beginning, it is okay. You need to know the schism and the plan and the action of the enemy. As we be looking over the next few months, there's so many to look at. Technology is one thing. But one thing that I said to you, in order to know when the end times is, you got to look at Israel. There's a lot of things taking place in Israel that people are really not aware of at the moment, which eventually we touch on. But going back to the technology and privacy and data and so on, we now are in this season of waiting, in this season of beginning to ask the Lord exactly what it is that he wants us to do in this season. We spoke about Bill Gates and, 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 and different things that they put in place. Um, another type of technology as well in terms of the vaccines, for example, where they're talking about a new vaccine or a new way to vaccine people, which I just only found out a few days ago. So this is a technology that actually uh, is coming, um, basically, and I'm just showing you now uh, on the screen here what it is. And it's called Kentum dot vaccine. So, the Kentum dot vaccine, what it is basically, um, is is basically digital technology hmm. that verify that people had the vaccine. So they be able to trace you and find out whether you are the vaccine based on this technology. And an interesting thing, guess who is behind this? <laughs> yeah, we don't need to say, do we? No. It has been beyond this technology for a while, you know. So, those things as well, you can find those research whenever you you want to. Um, very interesting. But he has been pouring out a lot of money beyond this new technology as well. So, those are the things that we're actually facing today, in that sense. Data, surveillance, privacy, those are the things that companies are now going for. They're going for information because they've got this wonderful supercomputer where actually store all data somewhere and be able to bring on different technology to be able to use that. So you were talking about this new technology from Unicaster, for example, be able to trace where people are and when they're doing social distancing. Now, this technology during this time, it has been tested, I would say, during the COVID. There's nothing wrong. They can't just do whatever they want. They're not going to do nothing's changing. But it's been a lot of different testing technology. What works, what doesn't work. But the main thing here, that as believers, what we need to begin to do now, I would say the first thing is always the best thing to do is pray. Mm -hmm. That is the first ultimate thing that we need to begin to do, pray. Pray and begin to ask the Lord, All right, Daddy, this is what's taking place. This is what they're doing. What's my position? Mm. What's my position is all of this. Mm. See, we begin to speak about building a community within, in that sense. Because that's one of the ways to be able to uh, fight against what's taking place. But I always said, and I will always be saying this, God has given us the opportunity right now to engage with him and to prepare us for what's coming. But to prepare us in a way which is godly, in a way where we don't have to be fearful. As the Bible says, what the Bible says, but that the Bible didn't give us a spin. The word, the fear. A power love and a sound mind that's what god has given us power love and sound mind so when the world is going through this element of fear we bring power we bring love and we bring a sound mind and the only way to do it is really to seek god's face in that sense so that is an interesting thing that's been taking place during the COVID. we know that they've been working. We've seen the pyramid, how they slowly building up. But the interesting thing now is the population now beginning to embrace mm. those new technologies. The population beginning to embrace. They won't mind having drones, you know, going 
over the head as long as they can detect who's got COVID or whatever next virus they may bring in the future and be able to put that person in quarantine. They don't mind that because they don't mind uh, intrusion of their privacy if it falls a greater cause. And you will find out that most of the word that are spoken in the messages and the keynote speeches that you will hear is for greater cause. It's for greater cause. You know? And you hear it. Ever what you will hear at the 5 o'clock or 5 p.m. o'clock when the Prime Minister come and do his message. He says, stay home, you know. We understand. We understand the sacrifice that you guys are making and, and so on. So people have been, in a way, believe that what they are doing they are doing for greater cause which truly they are we are doing this for greater cause because one way to stop the virus to spread is the gathering of people especially if it spread from people to people like that so it is the way to do it and we've seen that through the lockdown situation they seem to have contained the virus and that is a fact we, we've seen it on the numbers but then on the other side of it you don't want that surveillance to stop when the virus is gone so yesterday there was an article said that there would be another peak in in the winter so let's bring another bit of fear in the winter we're gonna have another peak another strain of the covid coming in but i think that the interesting thing here at the moment is really for us to really begin to ask you know you spoke something that really spoke to my heart um month ago when you said the lord told you to find the switch <laughs> to find the switch god we always bring a solution to a problem there is always going to be a road of escape to a problem and this is why we love him this is why we love him because regardless of what's taking place regardless of the plan of the enemy regardless of this technology this privacy this data this drone and this god is sovereign it is sovereign and i think that when we look at this it's really not to begin to ask him clearly lord what is it that you want me to do what is my position what is my place what is the plan for me in this situation mm. that's what we need to ask ourselves now because we can't keep going in and looking what's going on and say oh what do we do oh what's happening we've got to begin to ask lord you show us what's happening now we've seen different things that's taking place mm. but why is my position what is my role in this season in this time mm. for some of us as i said it's just continue to pray for others be intercessors others is to physically be active in helping other people I don't know what your plan is, guys. But I think we need to begin to ask him clearly, what is my plan? Mm. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I'd just like to read a scripture. Um, the Lord really laid on my heart. I think he laid it on my heart, not just for me. Um, I think he laid it on my heart for us as a body of Christ um, for what's to come. It's Joshua 1.9. It says, he says to us, have I not commanded you? And when I actually read this, first of all, I, I said to Jean-Marc, I always thought of this scripture as one where, you know, God was really speaking to us in a kind of a father that was kind of telling us, um, scolding us, just saying, have I not commanded you? But he's like, have I not commanded you? And I saw um, Daddy as um, who he is, is just a loving, faithful consistent never failing um everlasting true god who is the one who is in charge who is the authority who is the leader who is our commander who is the one who goes ahead of us um at all times um in all things in all circumstances in all seasons so he said have i not commanded you and then he's like, he's asking the question he said be strong and of good courage do not be afraid nor dismayed so don't be dismayed don't if something comes that you didn't expect don't be disillusioned by it you know don't allow it to to get you down you know 
just remember who he is and who's commanding you. And he said, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I just really want to encourage us um, that in this season, you know, we're we're in lockdown now and it's a, it's a little bit of a surreal situation um, because there's so much going on and things are being introduced and and information's coming from everywhere and sometimes it's contradict well most of the time it's contradictory so you don't know what to believe and don't know where to look and what to what to think and how to be you know but he's just saying you know have i not commanded you you know he's re- he's reminding us of of what he's done for us before where where he's taken us from where he's taken us through where he's taking us to you know and that he's the one who's in control He's the authority, even though the, all sorts is going on around us. You know, he is the one who is in charge. You know, he is the one who is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the one who's the beginning and the end. He is the one who's put these these ideas into the hearts of these men and then they're turning it and for something else, you know. God has created every single one of us, you know, in order for us to do good things, to, for us to do great works and great exploits. But when we don't walk with him, these are the things that we see. We see the opposite of what he created for us to be and to do. But the thing is, for the ones who are with him and walking with him still, as Jean-Marc was saying, he's put something in us, especially, I do believe, as in the book of Esther, were you not created for such a time as this? And I do believe this. When this first, all this first started, this is the scripture that kept coming to me, you know, and someone said, you know, it's very scary what's going on out there, you know, Um, even as a Christian, hearing, you know, I feel that Christians will be overwhelmed with this. It's a lot because we didn't expect it. It's like the book of Revelation is here and, you know, and they were talking and I'm talking and I said you know but do you not think that God knew what do you know <laughs> what was going to happen before all of this happened he knows everything so if that's the case you know we were born in this season at the right time and don't you think that we were born for such a time as this if we're here then we were born for this time so whatever God wants us to do in this season you know it's about as Shamat was saying you know mentioned just for us to pray to really spend time with him to hear what he wants us to do to prioritize him and the things of his kingdom you know there's time to there's a, there's a time and a season for everything under the heavens but also what the Lord was showing me as Shamat was saying speaking is but there's nothing new <laughs> under the heavens this is not a new thing for God, this is, you know, you know, this is not new, you know, for us, it's like, whoa, you know, but for him, it's like, it's okay, you know, this is not new for me, but it's been positioned in order to be able to receive that which he has for us in order for us to be able to go into the battle. Do you know, as you, as you were um, sharing this word, there's one thing the Lord is, the word is give me now, and then it's very interesting. <laughs> It's almost like he's teaching us not to be fearful. Yeah. In this season. Yeah. That's the word. Faith. Faith. It, it's it's two thing. You know, and and this is why he said he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And during this season, this is where he's teaching us mm-hmm. to have a spirit of power, mm-hmm. a spirit of love, and a sound mind. Mm. And and I think that for many of us, we have been fearful in whatsoever or different situation and different circumstances. But this season, this is a season where God is teaching us not to be fearful. Where God is reminding us, as you said, of who he is. Mm. God reminding us that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the mm. beginning mm. and the end, the mm. sovereign God, mm. the Almighty, mm. the Omnipotent, yeah. the Omniscient, Amen. the All Powerful. Mm. And and I think that when I hear that, then I say, Lord, whatever mandate you have given us in this season, whether we're in the end times, whether the rapture takes place or doesn't take place in this season. You have given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. And 
I want to remind us as believers, when we look in the book of Acts and when we look in the history of churches and especially the early church, when they went through these time of persecutions and even looking at today in other part of the world when the church is going through persecution, one of the things that they're standing for is Jesus. Mm. Jesus gave them strength during those times. Yeah. Jesus gave them boldness during those times. Mm. And I think that one of the prayers that we need to do in this season is God, give us strength, give us boldness mm. to be able to go through this season. And whatever season we're in, you know, give us strength and boldness. Mm. But I keep seeing God wants to prepare, He's preparing His remnant. And this is where we have started Revelation Hour again to begin to galvanize each other in the new season that we're entering. Mm. It is important in a season that we know exactly what's happening. Mm. You know, The Bible speaks of we need to know our enemy. And it's important that we know our enemy. We know his tactic. But it's also important that we know who our God is. The most important. That who our God is. Mm. So, for me, I realizing the galvanization for me is done to the media side of it. It is one aspect I believe the Lord wants me to use it in this season. For others, it may be in relation to health. Others may be in relation to galvanizing young generations. We don't know. But I, I really pray as we end this, this show, and I really pray that we begin to ask the Lord what it is that he wants us to do in this season. As much as looking what's going on around us, and as much as continuing to pray for our brothers and sisters and pray for our family members and our neighbors and, 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 and our acquaintances and work colleagues, we also need to begin to ask the Lord what it is that he wants us to do. It is so, I'm sensing my spirit that this is a season of preparation. We are now positioned, God positioned us now in this time, in this season to prepare us for what is going to give it to us when we come out of it. Mm. The power, the love and yeah. the sun mind yeah. to be able to help the generation, to be able to bring souls into the kingdom. Mm. There's people out there, non-Christian, who are asking yes. those questions. Mm. What is going on? Jesus. Where are the words going? People mm. asking those questions. So as believers, we cannot be afraid and hiding because they need each one of us, whatever we are, to begin mm. to engage with them, to begin to let them know that there is a God yes. here who is alive. Mm. There is a God here who redeem. We need that in this season. I tell you, I am excited about what God is doing. I am excited about the season we're in. And I want to pray for every single one of us that God will begin to visit us yes. in a secret place and yes. begin to reveal his word to us, reveal his ways to us so we can be effective in his kingdom. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray and commit this into your hand. Mm. I want to pray and commit the church into your hand. I want to pray and commit your remnant into your hand. Mm. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that as we are in this season, Lord, that we will continue to look up to you, Lord. Yes, we pray against the spirit of fear, Father. As you would clearly say, you didn't give us a spirit of fear, mm. but a power, yes. love, and a sound mind. Jesus. Father, let your spirit flow in us. As you position us into this time of preparation, mm. of getting close to you, of seeking your face, mm. as we're waiting for the power, the love, and the sound mind that we will pour out upon this generation mm. and the generation to come. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Guys, uh, thank you so much um, for being with us. Um, as we... Um, heading up this thing i want to speak next week we're gonna have a guest visitor coming in mm. um one of our friend dear friend will be speaking about the psychological effect um mm, on during the, the lockdown yeah yeah so the different things that people are going through psychologically um you know the things that we're finding not just um adults but also the youth and going forward as well um how we can support people 
um, and how people are being supported um, in terms of, you know, um, he works um, with with younger people and dealing with the psychological side of things. Um, but also he's been exposed to, to other things during the time of COVID-19. So he'll explain those things. I won't go into too much detail, but I think it would be really, really useful um, to listen to. Um, and also, yeah, going forward, what is going to be helpful for us and also um, things that we can put into place um, for the church and for our brothers and sisters in Christ and those who are in our spheres of influence. So I think it'd be really, really good to listen to what he has to say and I think um, he's, a, he's a powerful man of God loves the Lord with all of his heart and I, and I just love this man um, so much so we're really really looking forward to having him on the show next week so please please do join us well guys again thank you again for being with us